Welcome to Financial Plan and Explained. I'm your host, Mike Menninger, certified financial planner, founder of Menninger and Associates uh, Financial Planning. I have been seeking a travel agent forever. And I finally got someone who's willing to come on to my show. It's amazing. Um, and so I have to be, you know, in, in the two and a half years since I've been doing a show, I have to tell you, you're the first person, first guest I've ever had on my show that I've met that day. Hey. All right. There's a first for everything. So the irony of it is we got delayed. We should have had the camera on us in the back because we had a great conversation. So when I ask all the questions, we're going to almost in some regards repeat, but it was really, really cool stuff. Anka, thank you very much for joining me today. Well, I thank think you this for is great. This is Anka Trofin. You are a travel agent? Yes. And self-employed? Yes. Okay. So tell me a little bit more about, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here, I asked you what you do and everything else like that. So as a travel agent, I found that you do something that's unique. And that is your, what, what do you call it, travel host? Or trip? I, um. So I would call myself a travel host. A yes. travel host. Yes. So what I do is I create trips, vacations for my clients or for potential clients. I put together what I think is the ideal itinerary and an ideal destination and um, work on my good connections for people to join me. So, right. so you are on the trip as well. Yes, I joined the trip and I'm considered your brain on vacation. So So how big are your trips? How many people? So I actually call mm, what I do is what I consider small. My groups are 12 people large. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so it's and nice. It a group of 12 people call you up and say, Anka, we have a group of 12 people who would like to go on a trip? No. Um, so the last the last 10 years that I've been doing this, I it's I bring strangers together okay. and I actually screen the people that attend oh, my trips. Yes. Screen so for what? To make sure they're the right fit for, for my group. Um, okay. I screen them because there have been there have been people who have called me about regarding my trip and just based on our conversation, if they're overly anxious, a bit negative from the get go, I actually will I'll direct them elsewhere. Right. In other words, you don't um, want jerks on your trip. Hey, if you're going to be spending a, a week or tell me the length, the normal length of a trip. Um, eight to nine days. Okay. So if you're going to be spending eight to nine days, I, I don't blame you for doing that because of the fact that not only do you not want to spend eight to nine days with people who are jerks, but you don't want that to impact the group. No, I think it's really important that um, when I bring strangers together that I think they could potentially all get along together. Right. Of course. And some people will say, hey, I've got, I'm going to bring my friend and my friend's going to bring two other people. That's awesome. But I've never had anyone, well, actually, that's not true. Um, but yes, people can say, I have my group of 12. Where can we go? You know, and I can do that as well. And do so. you usually go with them? I mean, is that, or do you say, hey, I'm going to set you up for a trip? Um, both. So I can be a travel agent and put people in their own groups or they can go privately without a group to any destination they want. But then if they want to do one of my hosted trips, um, I have an, a number, which is 12. Okay, that I that's take. your number. That's my so number. So how many trips a year do you do? Uh, leading up to the 
pandemic, I hosted four trips per year. Uh, per year. And then everything else was just behind the scenes. I mean, going on your own or, 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 or helping other people do their things? Helping other people right. do their things. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, how do, like, how do, how do you get your clients? So, um, through, you know what, leading up to this year has been all word of mouth. Right. Um, I'm a massage therapist, a yoga teacher, and from the audiences that I've, the, the people I, I work with become my clients as well for traveling. And friends so, too. And I friends, mean, and friends, absolutely. Well, they become friends too. <laughs> and um, so yes, just through networking, um, it's always been that way, but we've taken it to another level. So, um, but yes, that's how I find my, my clientele. So the people, and, and you live in the outskirts of, uh, you're with the Kanchi King of Prussia area, uh, do most of the people that book through you, are they in the Philadelphia region? Or do um, you get calls from all over the world? Typically from our region, but um, last summer I had three people from Chicago join me and one person from Delaware. So like- Because they uh, were friends of- Friends group. of friends. Okay. And they've heard of me and they wanted to join. So some people just wait until I put a trip out and uh, you know, from, I have someone that just reached out from Kentucky. I mean, it just blows me away. But it's all through my connections and our camaraderie, right? That's really important because when I host trips, it's really important that when people meet me, they feel comfortable to want me to be on their trip, you know? So yeah, of that, course. So, it, so our personalities are really important, you know? And, and, and I think from being in the service industry for so many years, um, I love connecting with people and then they feel they can travel with me when I have a trip. Give me an idea of an example trip. I heard you just, I heard you were talking earlier, was it Tuscany? Tuscany, so um, the concierge portion of my, my company is, um, we, when I'm not attending a trip, I can put your trip together. But if you want it to another level, which is the concierge service of it all, um, I am with you as you're on your trip, right? But so not actually with them, but not just, with them. Right. So you're here in the states. I'm here in the states. And they're out, okay. That's they're the out there. That's okay. the concierge service, and they have they have an app, and everything's downloaded on their app. Their whole entire itinerary, but they. In the meantime, they're like, oh my God, I'd like to go to this restaurant. Or can you find me this restaurant? So they don't have to sit there and work on their vacation to enjoy their vacation. I'm doing everything behind the scenes to make sure right. that they have reservations at the top restaurant in Florence, you know, or in Rome or wherever else. Or as an example, my one client that was in Tuscany, she was like, oh my gosh, the driver was so kind, he brought us ice. And, uh, and I was like, no, Giovanni didn't bring ice because he thought it would be nice of him to do so. He brought you ice because I told him to get you ice. <laughs> and she's like, she had no idea. But I knew her and her mom and over the last 20 some years, I know how much they love ice. They were in Tuscany, it was 105 degrees and they don't use ice there. Where's right? Tuscany? 
It's in um, northern Italy. Okay. Um, 100 degrees in northern Italy? Yeah. It was, last year was exceptionally hot. It okay. was really hot. Wow. So I made sure he went to the store and bought them a bag of ice because ice is uncommon still. Really? Yes. Interesting. And, but those are the small details that my concierge service offers. Or even, even when I'm hosting a trip, um, when I hosted a trip last summer, uh, a couple that went with me, they fell in love again, right? Because we were on the Amalfi Coast. It's romantic. It's beautiful. Everything is incredible. It just heightens the senses. And they've been calling themselves for the last 15 years husband and wife, but not, never really tied the knot. So they were like, could you marry us here? Really? That and, was cool. And I was like, no. <laughs> I, I, I was like, no, I, I, I don't even know where to begin. It's last minute, right? And then I thought about it, and I was like, I didn't tell them, but I was thinking about it. I never want to turn away a request. And I was like, well, if they've been pretending that they're married, why can't we do a pretend wedding? So it just so happened, we chartered a private boat that day, and we went to Capri, and it was already set up for them. I wrote their vows, I was up till two in the morning, lengthy vows, and um, I ordered a cake, I ordered flowers, and we mocked a wedding in front of the most romantic spot on the Amalfi Coast, in front of these rocks. And you were with them? And I was with them. And Angela, my, my captain of uh, the boat we always use out there, we were fighting who was going to to officiate the wedding. She's like, I think I should do it because I'm Italian. I'm like, but they asked me, you know, so Angela won. So well, Angela... Was it le a legal marriage then? No, it was pretend, but okay. it felt real. Ryan cried. He called his mom. We got married. It was beautiful. And then post-trip, right, I stopped by Ryan and Renee's house afterwards because they live near me and I brought gifts. And when I was there, they're like, I went into the kitchen, they were like, check this out, and they were showing me papers on the table. They actually went and applied for their marriage license. Good. And they're not redoing the wedding. The family asked if they would, and they said no. They already did it on the Amalfi Coast. So, wow, okay. So, so they considered that the wedding, even though it wasn't sort of legal, they got the license yeah. and then made it official. And made it official. Good. Good but that's them. my job. My job is to, like, while you're there, to feel like you get your needs met, right? You know? So um, we had two birthday celebrations. I made sure family from home called during our um, singing, you know, happy birthday, you know? We're six hours apart, you know? And so I tried, and those are the extra things. Those are the things that I try and go over and beyond in order to um, make people's vacations feel dreamlike, you know? Give me an example of a trip. Uh, kind of like maybe, cult the itinerary of a trip. You have a, and where are most of your trips? Uh, um, we've been throughout Europe. Okay. I've done trips throughout Europe, but my favorite is the Amalfi Coast, and I will always... What's the always, Amalfi Coast? Oh, the Amalfi Coast is probably one of the top ten destinations in the world. It is that is, Italy? Like and that is, Italy? that is actually Western Italy. Right. It's an hour south of Naples, okay. and it's where the mountains meet the sea. Right, okay. Okay, I think I recall that. I'm just not that familiar with the geography yeah. on the other side of and the pond. It's, 
it's just breathtaking. And it's a place where I think there's a nice balance um, for people who are, for people who, let's say if they've never been to Italy, I think it's a great introduction because you have a nice balance of relaxation, coastal beauty, of course, good food, culture, but history, there's a lot of history on the Amalfi Coast. So I think oh, really? it's, what's, yes. What's the history there? Oh my gosh, I mean, it's been a resort for thousands of years, really? right? But uh, this is where like, you know, the island of Capri, which to me is like an open air King of Prussia mall. It's beautiful, but I don't need to see all those stores. But if you hike to the very top of the mountain, this is where Tiberius ruled for 10 years. And from that mountain view, he could see the coastline from Naples down, so he can see anyone that's invading, right? So they're just ruins, but it's, 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 it comes to life, you know? And we've heard of Caligula, right? Well, he raised Caligula. And Caligula wasn't his son, and I don't think Caligula was born crazy. Um, but uh, Tiberius killed his father and mother in front of him, and then decided he had no heirs, so he decided to raise Caligula as his successor. And um, after he let him in, made him watch him kill mm -hmm, his parents, pretty much. <laughs> you know, so, but, it, but it's just like, it's, it's just cool. It just puts it all together. Like it makes, I think when I first studied in Rome, I, I went to art school and I was reading history and looking at photographs of famous paintings and so forth. But when I went over the, to Europe and I was like, oh, especially in Rome, I was like, oh my God. I understand now why it's so golden in all those paintings. There's a golden light to Rome. And then when I went to Spain and I saw the silver lighting and I was like, like, it just, for me, it just made everything from the past become my present. You know, like if I'm walking the streets in Rome, I feel like I'm walking over top of Michelangelo's footsteps. I mean, really? it's pretty cool. I'll tell you what, you're, you know, you're you're getting me really anxious about because I've always wanted to go. In fact, I got screwed out of going to Italy and Monaco because of COVID. But we're up against break already. I will be back to pick up where we're going with this in just a few moments. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thanks. Do you keep up regularly with your investments? Where exactly are your hard-earned dollars going? Are you financially prepared for an emergency? I'm Mike Manager, founder of Manager & Associates Financial Planning. We believe that education and knowledge are powerful, and we want our clients to understand why we are making the recommendations that we make. It's your money, and you deserve to know where it's going, because it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. So call us today to discuss. Welcome back to Financial Planning Explained, and I'm here with Anka Trofen, and we are having, I, I mean, you get me all kinds of excited because I've always wanted to go to Europe, and where we left off on the break is I, I, I had kind of a dream trip. I was supposed to be spending four days in Rome and three days in Monaco, yeah. or something, five and four, or something like that, uh, in April of 2020. For anybody who knows April of 2020, it got canceled in March because of COVID and it was extraordinarily disappointing. And all that you're talking about with Italy, uh, I, I'm just, I wanna go back again. But 
you know, it, it, let's, let's get the 800-pound gorilla out of the room. How do you, if I wanted to book a trip or whatever the case may be, how does it work from a, how do you get paid? Uh, depending on what type of trip you choose, right? So there are, I, um, one, I charge a, sl a small service fee. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of research for right. our clientele, and that research can go unpaid if um, all that time doing research could go unpaid if they just, one, ghost you, two, decide differently right. and or not at all with you. So, um, so, we, so I do that, but then typically a travel agent makes commission. Right. Makes commission from hotels, from tour operators, wholesalers, okay. and so forth. So, but, like, so in other words, if I were to go hypothetically, just pick a number, hundred bucks a month, a month would not be nice. Hundred bucks a night, uh, just picking a number. It's probably higher than that. But if I was a hundred dollars a night at a hotel, if I could book it for a hundred dollars a night, but I go through you, is it a hundred plus your fee, or does a hotel compensate you? the hotel compensates me. So it's the same price. So if you wanted to say, you know, if you're like, hey, I want to do um, a Virgin Voyage cruise, uh, I don't know, anywhere you want to go, just a cruise ship, any cruise ship, right? The price is the same whether you book through me or you book through them, okay. right? And it just means whoever you make that phone call to, that commission gets designated to whoever, whoever takes that call. Right, so if I successfully book it, you're not getting a better deal with me. You're getting the same deal if you were to have gone somewhere else. Or booked it myself. Or booked it even right. yourself, so, right? So, so why, I mean, and this is like, why wouldn't I use a travel agent? Because I, the way I see it is, it's one thing to not know what you don't know. I don't know squat. <laughs> But it's, it's also, it's a matter of time, right? Like, where do you want to prioritize your time, right? I mean, if you're too busy working, or you're busy working, I should say, do you really have the time to do the research to put together a whole entire itinerary on your own? That takes hours upon hours. Uh, I wouldn't even hours. know. I, I wouldn't even and, know where to start. And to be honest with you, I would find myself just parking myself on some beach, which I really enjoy. Right. Mind you, I, I'll, I'll do the islands, but, you know, and, and have the fun. We just did Cancun. That was pretty cool. Um, but I have traveled so little during my lifetime that I'm getting to a point in my age where I, I want to do it now. And, and, and I love the idea of your eight or nine day trips where you're hosting because it gives the ability to interact with other folks, to meet other folks. Mm -hmm. um, eight or nine days, I would know where to go, what to do, and it gives me the ability to just kind of relax and be guided. Yes, and that's the whole point of having a vacation, right? You want to turn your brain off, you know, and my, it's my job, so my, I, I'm on, I mean, everyone, like with my hosted trips, they, everyone gets the schedule, right? Same thing happens every day. What time are we supposed to wake up tomorrow? Even though it's written on the paper, they still like, they still like to hear it from right. me, you know, and it makes them feel Does cared for. Have the, when you do these trips, let's say, and I don't mean to interrupt, but let's say it's a nine day trip. 
sometimes I don't want to be going somewhere new every day. In other words, are, do you, on these trips, tend to stay in one place or two or three places, or are you at nine places in nine days? No. Um, I mean, to the last portion of your question, I, my own personal trips, I like staying put in one place. Okay. So my typical trips, we, I get a villa to house us, and that's, that's home. That's home base. So I have, we just do daily excursions leaving the villa, and then we return. And if we choose to say, hey, you know what, we just want to chill and hang and something like that, we can do that. Absolutely. There's no pressure to have to be with us. There are, there are plenty of people over the course of years that just, some people just need a personal day. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, they just well, want I'm to breathe it in and take it all in and just be at the villa. The villa itself is beautiful. You know, we have a swimming pool if it's summertime, you know, and the grounds are gorgeous and the place is I, you know, sometimes just being there is enough, you know, and you don't have to go on an excursion if you don't want to. So that's, so most of your trips are to Europe, you said, but I think we're, we're talking about, you really like, I, I, I throw this one back out at you because we talked about this briefly before, is, you know, I, I would like to be able to travel, take a week or two, even potentially three, and just go somewhere and still be able to work. Yeah. Okay, because... God knows I can't stop working, but it gives me the ability to be away. I can work remote yes. and go away for a couple of weeks and just travel abroad. Can, are those things that you can help set up? Yes, absolutely. I can help you locate an apartment or a villa, whatever you want, or set you up in hotels. I can offer you choice excursions you can choose from, like, Absolutely. Um, that's I'm there to make it easy for you. All right, you're getting me excited. Yeah. So <laughs> I, it's time to travel. I think um, I think COVID has. Um, I think look, I'm I'm booking people's trips for the summer to Italy. There's mm -hmm. nothing left. Everyone's going, <laughs> even though flights are like super expensive. It's not stopping people from wanting to go. I think people have. They're just, they've been cooped up for too long and they're just ready to go, you know? Well, and okay, so now you got the psychological component of COVID. A lot of people lost their lives and, you know, like it, it put things into perspective. Hey, you know what? You know, it could have been me, yeah. okay? And if it was, and, and it, I lost the opportunity to do things. The other thing that COVID did, to your point, and I'm looking at it now a little bit more from the financial planning, Okay, uh, you know, we see it all the time. What happened for about a year, year and a half is people were getting all this extra money from the government, okay, then they were, even if they weren't and they were still working, they were working and just couldn't spend the money. You can't fly anywhere, you can't mm -hmm. go anywhere, all the restaurants are closed. And if you really take a look at from, again, the economic perspective, the amount of money I was sitting on the sidelines and going, savings went up. Yeah. And now people are burning through it because of the fact that they missed out on all of those things. So I could certainly see that. However, flight costs going up are going to create. See, you know what? The, I heard this phrase. It sounds really stupid, but it's so true. You know what the um, cure to inflation is? Inflation. <laughs> inflation. Because once things get too expensive, 
people stop doing it, the prices come down. The prices come down. But I mean, but in the tra it seems like with travel, that's not that's not what's happening. They're just still going despite the so costs. The other question I have is, um, I'm when I went to Cancun, the struggle that I had was language barrier. Even though there was a language barrier, let's just put it that way, okay? Uh, very difficult. Um, I, I would like, gee, I'll go to England yeah. because they speak English. Is there much of a language barrier when traveling to Europe? Do they expect me to speak Italian if I'm going to Italy? Do they expect me yeah. to speak Portuguese or Spanish? No. Um, if you go to the major tourist areas, you're more than likely going to come across English quite easily. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in the smaller towns that you'll find less uh, or more of a language barrier, but you know what? Kindness goes a long way and hands go a long way when you talk and, and you explain. And um, one thing I found throughout my travels in Europe, they're patient. You know, like when you're trying to make an effort and you don't come off entitled and expect them to know what you right. want or want to say, um, they they reciprocate. You know, they want to they want no they want to help you. So you know, in fact, um, one of our trips to Croatia, my first trip to Croatia, um, we were we were in this town called Split and. Everyone spoke English, and I mean everyone. And so I asked a saleswoman at a store, like, "Why do people speak English so well here? It's, it's uncanny." And she said that they all learn English from the time they go to yeah, elementary school. Yeah, everybody learns school. English as a second language. Because, especially since the war in Yugoslavia, when they divided, um, they've lost all of their other industries except for tourism english is very important yeah you know because americans and british and australians um we all go over there you know and 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 spend money and enjoy their 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 country they need to speak english do other countries like or dislike americans <sighs> oh that's a challenging question you're allowed to say it on, on film. Uh, it's, it's not so much that. You know what? On my own personal level of experience, I've never had an issue. I've been to many countries, and um, I hear how certain countries don't like other people from other countries. Uh, you know, like uh, you hear about, like, ah, the British are so cold, or the Germans are just so harsh. But when I was living in Italy um, on the Amalfi Coast when I was really young, um, I was massaging people. I was, I'm a massage therapist, and I was working at a five-star luxury hotel, and I was working on British people. And I've always heard from the local Italians, oh, my God, they're just so cold. They're not cold. Not when you're massaging. No, you're not. massaging. But I found <laughs> that like they, some cultures, they it's just a need a little warming up. Right. You know, like it's sometimes they come off cold, but once, but if you give them a chance, they actually, well, and, you and know, that's people. And by and the way, you know what? It all comes down to people are going to treat you in the same level that you treat them. Yes. If I am acting very arrogant, then you're going to be turned off. Absolutely. If I'm acting very kind and gracious, 
you're going to be the same. You, way. you know what? When I go to a country, a new country, um, I, I speak Italian, but if I go to Spain or France, I want to make sure I know how to say good morning. Right. Hello. Goodbye. Thank you. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, I think that those few words are uh, can uh, yes, they open doors. Sorry, you know, I think because thank you. The two most important words in the English language. Um, with that, Monica, believe it or not, we're done. Huh. All right. What I'd like to do because and you can't tell everybody what you do because then I won't have time. Yeah. Right. Myself. I'm only joking. Take a minute. Look in the camera right over there, and just tell people Which how. Time? they can get a hold of you and we'll put up your contact information on the screen. Okay, well, um, my company is called Allura Scapes. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and my phone number is 215-715-3950. Um, you can also find me at allurascapes.com. Thank you very much for Thanks. coming. I appreciate that greatly. This was more of leisure, but guess what, you know, we work too much. I know I'm certainly guilty of that. And you know, it's part of financial planning, retirement planning, hey, enjoyment planning is also a, an important part of the overall thing. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Anka. That thank was you. terrific. Uh, thank you and, and, and have a great day and forward to seeing you in my next episode of Financial Planning. I'm Mike Manager, Certified Financial Planner. Have a great day. Thank you.